0: I went and saw The Onward today. No. Yes, I did it in spite oh. of your wishes that I should avoid The Mouse House. All those letters I wrote. I went and saw it. It's the first Disney film since Frozen 2, which, you know, we say it like that. It's the first Disney film since last week. and <laughs> Yeah, since today. It starts up and you've got Mickey Mouse's head outline. And I remember thinking, mm. that's, hold on a minute. I've seen a couple of Disneys, you know, pretty much every
1: other the film entire. I've ever seen. And
0: yeah. they don't start like that. There's usually a castle. Right, the castle. Yeah. I'm going insane. There's a bit of a castle. This like the got. Disney
1: Extended Universe.
0: Yeah, you've got a castle which, for some reason, has a a river going through its front portcullis instead of a road, yeah. which always weirded me out. But anyway, um, you're supposed to sail into it. Anyway, this starts off with Mickey Mouse's head. Then mm. the middle bit of Mickey Mouse's head becomes Homer Simpson, and the two ears are donuts that he eats. Oh, and a slogan comes up saying Disney welcomes
1: the Simpsons. I mean, that explains everything. <laughs>
0: I was very confused, and then I remembered, too late I remembered, that Disney movies always start with a short film, and so does this. Oh, no. It starts with a short Simpsons film. Oh. Yeah, it was very weird. It was a story of Maggie falling in love with another baby.
1: Okay. And Sounds great already.
0: It's it's wordless. Okay. There's no voice acting from anyone, in spite of the fact that Marge and Homer are prominently
1: in it. It's probably for the best. Probably for the best. <laughs> Gotta give What's-A-Face <laughs> a, a, a day off.
0: Oh, no, thank fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking kill me. Is this how they're going to resolve it when Kavner dies? They're just going to have Marge not say anything ever again and just show up in <laughs> scenes. It would be a marked difference from now.
1: Now I'm taking a vow of silence. <laughs> Starting. Starting three <laughs>
0: i might I might occasionally say things i've said before <laughs> <laughs> only things i've said before <laughs> so yeah it was very odd it was an odd vibe it didn't feel like a simpsons short but then neither does modern episodes of the simpsons yeah exactly and it was less than it was not as sweet as a disney short you know it was no night yeah. and day so yeah it was bizarre Very bizarre. And I'm wondering how far they can take this because they do now own X Men as well. save point right now if we die it's all over it's all gone it's gone everything everything not a scrap you have to start everything from character built. selection <laughs> <laughs> and build they don't, don't make our
1: templates anymore
0: <laughs> you have to get them from a dodgy add-in look <clears throat> from the deep web
1: a mod a dodgy mod a dod as they're called
0: <laughs> oh no not another dod i'm paul soap mchalo i can freak a burger <laughs> And it's time for one of us to defend a movie they think is not as bad as what others think. Yeah. And he's doing it this time. Right here. On air. Yeah, that one. Ah, shit. The one who's not this one. Paul has selected Neville Dean and Taylor's 2009 sci-fi shoot-'em-up, Gamer. They call it a game.
1: Slayers gives the gamer full control of a human being in full-scale combat. But the players are real.
0: Every one of our slayers is a death row inmate. Stay alive for 30 sessions, you get set free. That's not a bad deal.
1: Some tried to beat the system. But no one has ever survived. Mm.
0: Now, those film critic bots receive this like a griefer camped on their spawn point. Mm. Saws. Late. Brian Orndorff over at brianorndorff.com. I feel like that sentence was restructuring the way I say vowels. Orndorf.norf.gorf.
1: <laughs> Where's your teeth gone? <laughs> it's
0: changed need his brain. It's like a rival. He can see through time now. It's changed the way he, his brain works. <laughs> Tell me how
1: the uh, rest of the episode goes,
0: Paul. <laughs> You're not going to like it. Uh, Neville, Dean and Taylor <laughs> simply spray their venom across the screen with little vision, once again making a friendly trip to the multiplex feel like an undeserved torture. A friendly trip to the multiplex. No. No.
1: There's nothing friendlier. Then you could get change out of a tuppence.
0: <laughs> you go and Mr. Cinema Man is out front with his smiles and his cheers and his <laughs> his welcome hugs.
1: <laughs> and he says, you and... can come in. You can't. You're Irish. <laughs> <laughs> friendly trip. Those were the days.
0: Those were the days. Also, if you are going to spray venom, you've got to
1: have at least a little vision. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. Well, you've got to aim your venom. You can't just... Because if you spray it, you're invariably gonna venomize yourself, and you don't want to go there. Not when you're in a (laughs) multiplex.
0: Not when you've got so little vision in the first place. Uh,
1: Peter Can Canavese. I'm gonna say that's pronounced. Canavese over Japanese. Over
0: Groucho reviews. Reviews. Yeah, Japanese. Peter Canavese. What
1: to make of short attention span artists satirizing a -a 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 short attention span world? Make make of it what you will. I say, Peter Sand. But um, so fuck off. I think you are. Have it. On your head. I'm glad. I'm glad that your review has been condensed into a a one-line Rotten Tomatoes (laughs) link because I'll teach you. I'm feeling that attention span. (laughs) (laughs) There you
0: go. You see. Well, he originally wrote a novel about this, but um, the short attention span world just wouldn't have it. No. Wouldn't take it. Uh, The public, meanwhile, reacted to it like those ghosts in Pac-Man when Pac-Man eats one of the big dots. They didn't have much in the way of gamer slang back in the day.
1: (laughs) When he pe- peoned, he peonied the ghosts.
0: <laughs> when he tailionied the ghosts. He, um, he really showed them. Looking at Google reviews, the top rated review of six people finding it helpful oh, wow. is Gecko Gaming, who in his nice. review pasted the entire Wikipedia article about
1: gamers. <laughs> A definition of the term gamers. Best review That's of gamer. is the most fucking basic way of starting an essay isn't it (laughs) oxford dictionary it states that gamer is one you're not even getting that credit wikipedia reckons (laughs) (laughs) assumes believes (laughs) asserts a song a song of many generations that gamers are
0: (laughs) i like the idea It kind of is wikipedia is the final form of a sort of folk knowledge passed down from little blip three (laughs) down to chunky nick four (laughs) Handyman Hack at Amazon gave the film one star, saying, I didn't order this. <laughs> oh, boomers. <laughs> but really, did any of us order this when we went into the cinemas? Or did it just, <laughs> if only we could, metaphorically mm. return to sender?
1: Did we want it or did we deserve it?
0: And who was in at the
1: time? And mm. for whom was this? left around the back by the fl- flower pot. And was this the only thing that was on? It was this or Skylight, probably. <laughs> 2009,
0: best year ever. So, Paul, what is it about Gamer that made you insist we come back to this save and lose 11 years of progress?
1: I mean, what 11 years, but... <laughs> yeah, I don't really miss them all that much at this stage.
0: <laughs> I feel like if I was playing a video game character who took 11 years to accomplish what I've accomplished in the last 11 years, I wouldn't <laughs> like the game much. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's less
1: awkward, I've I guess. S- Especially if you, yeah, if you'd sunk 11 years into it, but there were no real-world ramifications for having any of the the crazy accolades we ever claimed in the last 11 years. Fucking
0: hell! Have you seen my Oscar? How did I even get that?
1: Hypothyroidism. <laughs> both. Both. Several bouts of piles. Even
0: more fantastic.
1: Yeah. Paul, why this? Well, speaking of this, um, I don't know. It's it was always the kind of film that triggered a visceral reaction, and uh, you know, it's a revulsion, disgust, disdain, and. <laughs> I always thought it was one of those instances where people experienced that and mistook it for their feelings on the quality of the film, <laughs> and I was always a huge fan of Neville Dean Taylor. Yeah, um, this I explains lo- I so love...
0: much. By the way, just Freddie got fingered. Everything is coming into
1: <laughs> Fred- Freddie. got fingered. Coming into it's sharp focus. Completely different. We've been into this godad, and I. <laughs> but I, I, always, I always remembered it as being very effective. It was brutal and exciting. It's packed full of the Neville Dean Taylor freneticism that made crank. As beautiful and overkill as it was, <laughs> and for uh, for right. all of its uh, for, for its for its oversights or overshots, mm. it's it's just a blisteringly ridiculous and enjoyable movie. And I still remembered it as having a very direct but still effective message. We 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 actually got onto this when we were discussing how great John Leguizamo was when John Leguizamo <laughs> in Spawn
0: Leguizamo
1: and. Yeah. <laughs> And I uh, thought, well, <laughs> let's do this, because he's in this, and he was good. He's
0: in this for two scenes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but fuck me, what a brace of scenes.
0: What a brace of scenes. Well, let's get into our whole, whole neck of scenes oh, right now, as we summon Marilyn Manson yeah. to escort us back to the early noughties, oh, even though it. it's late noughties. Late noughties, but, but whatever.
1: whatever. Yeah,
0: it, yeah it, was, it was slightly dated to use Marilyn Manson <laughs> even in 2009, but nevertheless, <laughs> here he is. In a not new song or look, version of that song.
1: <laughs> look, th- three times in the last 10 weeks or so, Paul, you've uh, made Marilyn Manson references. Do suggest to me, you're not the biggest of his fans.
0: <laughs> I like him. i yeah.
1: really been disparaging. This oh, is just, okay. this
0: is the first time where it does seem a little oh, odd. When was, when <laughs> I, was... I have the timeline of Manson in my head as being late 90s, early noughties, right? When was Mechanical Animals? McLani- mechanical Animals. <laughs> mechanical
1: um... <laughs> McLarrican Rally. McLaren's rally. Yeah, honestly. I mean, Mechanical Animals is his best album, his sexiest album, in, in my opinion. Fuck yeah! Well, so, okay. so that was nineteen. That was nineteen ninety
0: eight. Yeah, that yeah. that sounds about right. This was two years after I had been dumped by the goth who got me into Marilyn Manson. So by my timeline, this feels very, very out of sync.
1: Well, let's see when Sweet Dreams. <laughs> sweet, sweet Dreams. <laughs> well, according to according to this. 1995,
0: Paul. Yep, that sounds right. Yeah. He's a '90s dude. Anyways, he's, like... he's a grungy goffy kind of '90s folk, and yeah. here he is in 2009 because still Neville relevant as ever about that age. Still as relevant as he ever was. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> number one fan, some... Paul Salt. <laughs> um... I do like him. Sorry. <laughs> we get some very pretty time lapse footage that was not filmed by Neville Dean or Taylor. <laughs> um, instead, taken from a 1992 excellent film, Baraka. Check oh. it out now after cool. Gamer. Um, but they do manage to impose some butts into it.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> you've got to keep the attention somehow. You got to um, get your stamp on it. The whole world is a viral marketing campaign at this stage for um, yes for Kill Zone or whatever it's called. I forget Slayer, Slayer's Slayer, Slayer, yeah. and uh, there's some Slayer <laughs> playing over the top of it. Slayer on the screens, and there's um, <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer having sex <laughs> in every porno on everyone's TV in the film. It's all about Slayer, especially Cable, who is played by Ooh. Jared Butler. And um, Jared, Butler. Jared Butler is uh, is the most famous <laughs> Slayer of them all because he Slayer. has <laughs> he has slayed <laughs> at least uh, twenty eight baddies in twenty eight Gil- rounds. And uh, he's Gil got the last two of his beard. Yeah, <laughs> with his beard, and he's got two two <laughs> more games in which to kill people his with beardless his beard. But his balls, and 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 <laughs> if he supposedly if he wins these last two rounds. He's yeah. free. Oh, because he's also, he's a murderer and he's in prison. Oh yeah,
0: there is also yeah. that. There is mention on screen of a save point, which I think, based on later in the movie, is actually a checkpoint. It's the bit you have to reach in order to be safe. But how would a fucking save point work in the context of this game? Oh, my actual human avatar got blown to bits. Oh, it's okay, we'll substitute in Barry. Okay, nobody's allowed <laughs> to shoot Barry until he gets to where the other guy... No, d- oh! oh, fuck.
1: Uh, Larry, mate- you're t- <laughs> I'm sure it works. It's better than Serenity. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we we get um, there's an NPC walking repeatedly into a wall a bit later on. There's a guy being told to t- teabag a dead guy. It's 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 very effectively communicated. Oh yeah, and we get video. told that just in case you didn't see yeah. it. <laughs> well, it's not it's not the most obvious teabag. So they had to get him to say they had to <laughs> it they over a line to say, "Oh, he's teabagging him." <laughs> fucking teabag him says someone. Yeah, so don't don't make me teabag him. To be to be fair, if I was being controlled by a 15 year old gamer. Who was making me teabag a dead guy? I would probably say, Why are you making me teabag him? <laughs> I'm sure it's not him who says it. Some dis- disjointed voice says he's
0: teabagging him. He's fucking teabag him! Uh-huh. Or something to that Maybe
1: effect. it's like a pirate um, commentator <laughs> who set up shop. Maybe, when well, we only
0: hear him in that one time. It's yeah. Steve the Pirate from Dodgeball. He oh, got to be He's the commentator. Now yeah, he's back, everyone. Brilliant. Now he's back. Brilliant. Anyway, um, you just about get to see some really good stunts. Yeah. <laughs> and. <laughs> And <laughs> as the game finishes, we get some of the really great dialogue of the film. Do we have
1: the interviewer, don't we? Yes, we are con hair close. Look, I'm not going to blow the three Asian war for close. With all due respect, Bob, nobody cares about dead orientals. Are you aware the castle has clocked exactly one media appearance date? And that was Walter's last interview before she died nine fucking years ago. Stop menstruating and just tell me whether we fucking have it. We fucking... It.
0: Which, yeah. to me, really just sounds like the film looks. Yeah. Because we cut to a film studio with Michael C. Hall being interviewed by Lady.
1: Crazy Lady. Cara Sedgwick. Kyra Sedgwick. Wow. Playing she was... Gina Parker-Smith.
0: Yes, Gina Parker-Smith show. Fantastic. Michael yeah. C. Hall says, Rickety-rickety-doo.
1: Rickety-dickety-doo.
0: In a performance that feels <laughs> like it really could have influenced Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor. Yeah.
1: <laughs> But um, yeah, I feel like this, these are really this is really being received in very very different ways between the two of us. I think it might because um, I because I think this is fucking genius, and every bit of this <laughs> is intended. Rickety, dickety do. They have ten about a five minute exposition dump where yeah, Gina yeah. Parker Smith is interviewing Michael C. Hall, and he explains the the joy of Slayer, <laughs> and um, they explain everything. They explain how the the gamers control the slayers and the what's the word ethics of it, and the ethics of it basically is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe So what?
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't, know. I
0: don't know Actually I Michaels. don't remember ethics ever being discussed Is this the ethics of the fact that these people are really killing each other? Because I only remember the prisoners raising issue with
1: that I'm pretty sure Gina Parker Smith asked him the question okay. And he kind of goes Why is eh. this not murder? Yeah that's it
0: Oh that's it yes Why is this not murder? And he says oh, you know See people getting volunteered to be murdered yeah. And it's like oh, oh, Okay
1: yeah,
0: That's yeah. Very defroinates, right? Bleakly believable, I think. <laughs> so, so it's 13 minutes in. So I guess we've got to spend some time with our main character, um, but we can't even mm. talk yet. So let's have Luigi from the Mario Brothers mm. um, explain yeah. his own inner monologue back to him.
1: You got a mission. You never break, you never snap, you never say shit either. But you take care of your business, don't you?
0: That that'll. Fill in some of those gaps that the steely
1: butler, the steely beardless butler, leaves on screen. <laughs> Man, you're really looking for the strings in this one. <laughs> I'm looking at the, the shitty flying saucers being carried along the screen. Well, never mind yes. that.
0: It's time for some butts and boobs. Yeah, as we cut to the other gamer that's in this universe. Second life society. Yeah, yeah second life, <laughs> where everybody's having sex and the stunt and the cameraman has roller skates. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, look, oh, if God. if you want to revolutionize whatever TV show you're working on, give everyone roller skates.
0: <laughs> hey, I wonder how Neville Dean Taylor actually feels about the people who play this game. Oh.
1: <laughs> very wow. very believable. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Societe society is um it is a, yeah. is a second life style game where humans control real human avatars and make them do mm. the, the, just a whole bunch of deranged shit basically i'm sure there are some really nice yeah. sections of this game where people are just sitting <laughs> like in second life discussing <laughs> uh, liberal politics or something but yeah in unshown on film the society that we're seeing because that's not that one probably wouldn't make interesting you can't film that in a neville dean taylor falling off a cliff type <laughs> way so you can't film it in the neville dean taylor
0: style the what the, the the one thing that they do yeah which, incidentally, I make the note here that the f- they film food in the same way that they film butts and violence and dialogue.
1: Which I think is lovely and freeing when you think about it. Um, it's... <laughs> it's freeing to yeah. have the one side. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 everything is, you know, maybe that's just their, their normal. They're not, they're not objectifying these butts. They're just oh, saying, Jesus. hey, look. That's, the, <laughs> that's their normal. <laughs> Fucking hell. Hey, look at this sandwich. <laughs> hey, look at this anus. Just another Tuesday. <laughs> Uh, truly they are the the new M bison. They're the M bison of <laughs> audio editing. So um oh yeah. God. And and some some really horrible stuff happens. Jared Butler's wife. Um Jared yeah. Butler's beautiful wife is, is one of the <laughs> actresses in this. And uh, terrible things are happening to her. She's eventually gonna meet Milo Ventimiglia it's gonna get really wrong soon. Then we're we're back yeah. to more Well, we didn't we didn't say that uh during the interview with Michael C. Hall. Mm. There is a there's a quick hacking interruption. Oh there? no, uh, there's an underground. Oh, Ludacris is here, everyone. Ludacris, Ludacris <laughs> is representing the group Humans, with a Z, Z- Humans. Yeah. Humans. Um, <laughs> They're not going to take their shit anymore. The slayers is badio, and uh, that's, that's that.
0: Yeah, don't, don't buy into yeah. it. This televised murder thing, murder is actually a bad thing, in spite yeah. of what you all what? think. What? Oh my god. We get a scene where Angie, who is Butler's wife, goes to try and get custody of her kid. And the scene starts like a scene from a movie and then turns into a Neville Dean Taylor scene Mm. through the reaction of the guy she's speaking to.
1: Yeah. My
0: husband, he's... It's not entirely true regarding his sentence. In fact, he's due to be released soon.
1: Miss Roth, your husband was charged and he was charged and convicted of first degree murder and it's genuinely horrible it is that it's a, it's a genuinely <laughs> horrible thing to watch and um enough enough of that i suppose what? she she's not going to get a kid back basically Jared oh, no, butler's Jared no. butler's a murderer and uh, her kid is better off without either of them yeah so i think Gerard butler's yeah well Jared butler's gaming boy the the boy who oh, controls yeah. him he finally is 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 at first by the humans mm by the h-dogs is given the opportunity to finally speak with his uh his slayer uh through a mod yeah and they do this and jared butler convinces the boy to set him free it's the only way he's going to kill terry cruz who's recently been unleashed on the, <laughs> the game and he's very angry oh i don't know if it. you've seen him paul but he's he's furious look at him he can't even stand still <laughs> he can only stand still and lower his voice when he's singing a delightful little song about there being no strings on him there's which is no lovely. strings on him he hasn't got any i I really enjoyed that. And um, so, yeah, after a few more weird sort of platitudes between the gaming boy and Ludacris, uh, decides for some reason to, yeah, let him free. Not, not to set him free, but Gerard Butler, before the next round of Slayer, drinks a big bottle of vodka and uh, yeah, which stumbles he... and laughs his way through the battlefield.
0: Yeah, which he... and, and that vodka bottle, he does produce yeah. it just before he goes into the arena. Like, yes. not before he gets searched or checked or made to change into different clothing. Could have just taken the vodka bottle. Yeah. Cuz his plan is incidentally to use it to fuel a car, which I'm pretty sure yeah. wouldn't work. But
1: uh, an ethanol fueled carpool is the future. Uh,
0: ah, yeah. it's the future. So yeah, yes. he could have just taken the vodka bottle in with him. But maybe Well, I did say he's been passed for a human.
1: Well, he was told to put it told to put it down before he entered the thing, so I see maybe there was some rule there that but he'd just be stopped from
0: after he took it out at... to start drinking
1: it yeah but he was in the lockers when he took it out to start drinking it and they mm. were watching him and they were saying put it down or put the thing away so maybe if it would have <laughs> gone out there'd have been guards he would have he took
0: it didn't he take him? it out of his own vest it looked like mm. he put the vest on then took it out oh really yeah i think so
1: uh, well anyway next scene he's he ah, we'll breaks free <laughs> and uh <laughs> he escapes he's, he's free He pisses shot. and vomits in the car and uh he drives out <laughs> through the out of the, the truman show and into he
0: does and then he gets shot the into the sky child. because we saw earlier that there's this weird perimeter thing around the battlefield that means if you get if you try to escape, they just throw you into the sky. You say, oh no, <laughs> no, he's totally unmolested. Yeah, he's, he's fine. Like, he's Jared Butler, and he's got a He's Jared Butler. We can't lift him. <laughs> face that would stop him. If you an look asteroid. carefully, throughout the entire rest of the movie, he's hovering slightly yeah. where they're trying <laughs> to lift him up.
1: <laughs> there's that, that there's a slight humming noise between his boots <laughs> and the floor at all times. It's like a hovercraft.
0: And the sound of him (laughs) resisting, taking up all his beard energy.
1: (laughs) He comes across the the group of Who Mans with Ludacris and everyone else. Yep. And a lot of ideas
0: get thrown about the place, the nub of which is Butler's a bad guy, should probably get killed. Is he a bad guy? Fuck, I meant the other one. (laughs) Oh the the other of the two men in this.
1: Alright, I was gonna say, Jesus
0: Paul, you hate this film so much that you're changing the plot. (laughs) What's his name? Uh, Hall, what does the character Michael C Hall?
1: Um, Who Ken, play? Ken, it's Ken it's Den Dildo Ken Castle himself
0: <laughs> Castle I probably fucking meant yeah. f- they um, came up with Butler instead Anyway yeah. enough of that it's time to meet Rick Rape <laughs> Yeah Rick right. Rape right I thought you weren't allowed to come here anymore <laughs> That was last
1: month I was bad boy Played by Milo Ventimiglia and doing all of his good work from Grown Ups 2. (laughs) Where he played frat guy. Yeah. Frat fuck. Hi, I'm frat fuck. (laughs) So, yes. And I'm in
0: Gamer. He plays just a a horrible avatar controlled by a horrible man in a horrible situation Mm -hmm. in a horrible film. And (laughs) Butler shows up and kills him. And makes off of his own it wife. He does. He makes off of yes. her. And plenty of shots of her ass later. They get free. Back to the underground.
1: They do an operation to undo the, the nanotechnology in her head so that she can't be controlled or tracked anymore. Yep. And then um, they put Jared she's gonna, Butler. She's going to be as free. Anesthetism.
0: <laughs> she's going to be as free as a Terry Crews. <laughs> as that old expression goes. There are
1: no strings on me. And yeah, they, they decide to put Jared Butler. Under. They put Jared Butler under <laughs> so they can see what has been obscured from his mind and um, to see why he was actually in jail for murder. Oh, I can't wait um, for you to
0: explain this bit because I couldn't follow it fucking at all.
1: So as per the security footage that we saw in, earlier in the film, he goes in to this room. He's speaking to a guy who turns out to have been a friend that Jared Butler recommended that uh, he joined in the same program. And then Gerard Butler, very clearly struggling under the power of Michael C. Hall's nanotechnology, lifts up the gun, says, I'm sorry, and shoots his friend in the face. Right. So it is Michael C. Hall's nanotechnology empire uh, experiments that were controlling Gerard Butler to kill his friend. They framed Gerard Butler for the murder, covering up... Uh, the unethical experiments and that's where we are at the beginning of the film or some some time later I see
0: I got the impression Mm. from the way that was shot staged and costumed that they were already prisoners at that stage but they were just test subjects Mm. who had signed up pretty sure they were test subjects okay
1: yeah yeah
0: Had they been in the military or something
1: Mm. they're just great blokes just great
0: blokes good at shooting that's That's fair enough by me speaking of great blokes it's Keith David wonder how long you would last on the other side of the screen your hard drives have been seized. Your internet activity over the last 10 years is being scrutinized and catalogued in minute, vivid detail.
1: Yes! <laughs> he, starts the, he starts the scene very much Requiem for a Dream and ends it in community, doesn't he? <laughs> I realize um, that now. Yeah, it's pretty fucking... He's pretty. a horrible man.
0: And speaking of things coming out of nowhere, the climax! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, anything else is going on?
1: Let's do this. Better now... Better now, Better now or, now or never. never.
0: <laughs> Better um,
1: immediately. It's a ninety-minute film. There are films that we've we've seen in the past where we just cried out. For, <laughs> it, they, they they probably had fifteen minutes on the cutting room floor, and they just had two people like us go. No, nah, this isn't worth it. So true. Um, he
0: Butler goes so, yeah. in. There's a bit of a puppet dance, and then Butler is made to watch footage from the of the underground base being taken out by men with weird flashing lights. Oh no, his wife mm. isn't there. Instead of reacting or emoting to this, Butler decides to punch everyone, which he does really well.
1: I mean, that—that that is his acting and emoting. <laughs> i come from a very specific school of acting. <laughs> it's mad Frankie Fraser's school of acting.
0: <laughs> but Terry Crews gets his neck broken a couple of times, and <laughs> <Yep>. then... <laughs> Still has time to <laughs> react
1: before he falls to the floor dead. Um, great. Michael C. Hall was controlling him, and if he hadn't have been controlling him, then he would have stood a better chance. Uh, uh, you see, the true folly of... of the nanotechnology thing is that it's not going to be as effective <laughs> as you think
0: when will mankind as a whole learn the very important spiritual lesson that if you do try and control terry cruz too much it's going to really get in the way of killing gerard butler which is what you actually want to do this is what you actually want to do it's delegation is basically yeah. the, the moral of this story but ah, hubris hall takes over butler's body yep butler's body don't well, worry about it though because butler's going to use some very straightforward Darren brown techniques
1: look at this knife Imagine me sticking it into your gut. Think about it. Make it real. Hey,
0: I'm going to stab you. <laughs> no, you're not. Oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> and then that's the yes. end of Hall. I love that as a Darren Brown technique. Is this your
1: card? No, it is. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, you're amazing. Have sex with me. Oh, you are. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gerard Butler goes goes to kill him thinking that he has autonomy now. Uh, he yeah. doesn't because they re- they reversed it, but uh somebody one of the other hacker chicks broadcasts the message across the world that Michael C. Hall is actually a bad guy. Yeah. And then he he puts he puts the image into Michael C. Hall's mind of him letting gerard butler plunge his knife into his chest yeah it's like saying don't think of elephants it's ex- that it's just like inception <laughs> don't think of me standing. Christopher Nolan stole this from Neville Dean Taylor <laughs> these are the true the true waters and yeah and, and that ends and when he dies everybody cheers which I, is, is the first time when I couldn't suspend disbelief I thought no everybody would just be like oh I really like that show <laughs> Oh well. <laughs> shit back to hang back on a minute are we not incredibly
0: lines. unpleasant immoral people I forget. Doesn't matter. Yay!
1: We approve. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. And then they do it, and then it ends with um with a car driving into a tunnel, and I don't think it's an innuendo. <laughs> Excellent. And that's it. <laughs> Fantastic. And then the same the same outro music to Freddy versus Jason plays.
0: <laughs> how thematically important for us for reasons that won't be clear for several months. So, how did how did it strike you this time, gamer? On your on your on your Recent rewatch I couldn't think- I was gonna say ah. Second time watching it Probably not But Recent I, time I
1: think it's my third time Oh okay and I watched it twice Once in the cinema mm then once a little later on
0: that's probably and, right for me yeah, too actually it's, it's
1: been many many years yeah. i really enjoyed it okay <laughs> it's uh oh god neville dean taylor's definitely an acquired taste hey
0: yeah i think so i um, yeah i would be very interested to rewatch the crank movies now because i remember mm. i very actually i specifically remember liking the crank movies but i remember not yeah. thinking much of gamer and i am mm. afraid to say that hasn't really changed um
1: no, i am shocked <laughs>
0: <laughs> part of it is butler
1: Jason's... Talk about a sucker punch.
0: <laughs> well, let's talk about sucker punch. Um, part of it's Gerard yeah. Butler, because Jason Statham brought a lot to my Neville Dean Dina- Taylor experience, <laughs> yeah. I think. He, you know, and to a lesser extent, unbelievably to a lesser extent, Nicolas Cage did as well later. Um, oh, yeah. None of them quite match Statham. Butler's a bit boring, though. Butler's a bit boring, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I I guess for this one, I there's there's a lot of craziness in the film and having having Butler in there, he was... This was the time when I still liked Gerard Butler and he didn't mm. need to be crazy when everything else in the in the film was for me. Mm. Um He was still like I can see now look going back to Butler going, Oh yeah, he's not you know, he's still he's definitely Gerard Butler and he's doing mm. the same sort of role that he's doing in um White House Down. Yes. But yeah. um it's probably to his benefit that he doesn't mm. have too much to say. It's just But I like he's a big chunky action boy in this mm. and some some of the some of the hits I think were quite you know, had a lot of clout behind them and Ooh, I, I yeah did... I do not I was I was fine with him I especially liked okay. him breaking my Ventimiglia's back it was just, <laughs> I remember laughing out loud in the cinema because of just what the fuck, what the fuck is happening in this mm. scene I'd still got a, a titter out of me it didn't it didn't really bother me again it's yeah. this whole thing of when you're completely away with the the idea and you're happy just to go along with it you don't think about the the little things that are going to irk you when you're not massively on board with the neville dean taylor film gamer
0: i imagine that would help Um, but again i would be interested (laughs) to see if i am on board with the neville dean taylor game because this was always the one that stood out to me as not being you know as good Mm. so i'd be curious to now rewatch crank and crank 2 and the spirit of vengeance to see if i do still enjoy those which i remember doing but i also think the neville dean taylor's approach befits flippancy and also focus i think and The world Mm. of Crank was more coherent and straightforward experienced through Jason Statham's eyes in which Mm. the world he experiences is almost an extension of his own madness and his own need, his own need to sort of push and, you know, it's actually the directing style is kind of tied into the character um, in Crank because, you know, he's got to keep his adrenaline up and, you know, the electric Mm. shocks thing later on. but. This is a very big story, with some attempts at big themes and lots of strands. A lot of different world-building in there as well. World-building, yeah. And I think that does require a little nuance. Um, mm. And it is not benefited by all... <laughs> it's not necessarily benefited by being all filmed in the same way that you would film Jason Statham licking a large woman's ass. Mm. I mean, just... I... <laughs> Wouldn't you? So I... <laughs> That's not how Ridley Scott did Blade Runner. <laughs> Imagine this.
1: I don't know what voice that was <laughs> no. for Ridley Scott. George Lucas, I've hey. <laughs> I've had him killed. Um, <laughs> I've assimilated Ridley Scott. There are still differences. Um, it's way glitchier in this, and I'd, oh. I'd liked... I, th- I think it, for me, it really befitted... The world that we were seeing. There's two elements to this, and one is a very Neville Dean Taylor thing of, there's just a complete disrespect in everything they do. Like, the the, the news reports of the, the people just slumped over smoking cigarettes and swearing their tits mm. off. On a personal note, that shit was fucked up. Yeah, it was. I literally pissed myself. Oh, sounds like fun. And it feels like they put it together with, for five dollars, and they did it in one take, yeah. and went fuck everyone. <laughs> fucking hate mm. you all. And, yeah. um, but the other, the other side of it, I think the glitchy cuts, and I, I will admit that the action scenes are just too much shaky cam. Um, yeah, shaky and, and cam,
0: harsh editing, and yeah. just and you some need, really you random to... editing that feels yeah. like it was edited on Shuffle, where it's just, hey, what if there was a woman in the audience who had fake breasts and she stood up twice and revealed yeah. them and then put them away again yeah. during this action scene? Yes. Why? It might have All an right. effect on the audience. Mother. <laughs> yeah, but,
1: but at, at, the, at the same time, I really felt like it was... It's almost a character in its own right. I felt like it was completely part of the world, and to have, mm. uh, on, on top of that, it's extremely gross. It's leering and voyeuristic and crass, but it never bothered me because there's so so much of it just fit with the world and the characters. And on top of that, I just it's very bleakly believable. I think in that situation, it just the thing that bothered me the most is that people would probably behave like this, and and and. What? do do things like that to each other it's a very cynical worldview i mean for me
0: uh, f- first of all it's a thin line between anarchic and unpleasant you know richie and eddie didn't always manage to stay on the right side of that line some of their shows like that filthy rich and cat flap, are just so unpleasant they're not even charming so mm. it's a hard line to str- to straddle and i don't think Gamer landed on the right side of it mm. but i did get black mirror vibes in this mm. in as much as it's really about how technology is awful but only hmm. because people are worse. And <laughs> yeah. there's a there's a little bit of cynicism there, which for me gets in the way of the fun a bit. There's no affection for the world it's portraying. Um, I think Gareth Mewson, f- writing for RVA Magazine, wrote an interesting point. He said, it's a film that demonstrably hates its primary audience. It's a film that tries to criticize the commercialization of violence, even though it is in itself a commercialized violence mm. now i know it wouldn't necessarily go as far as him and saying that he hates the audience but mm. it do- that does get across how confused and a little bit mean i mm. kind of found the film and also it's I, also i don't know it's just a movie that seemingly wants to criticize the culture that would embrace neville dean taylor <laughs> mm. it's
1: like what you like us you must be like this yeah <laughs> i mean as a fairly ardent gamer i don't mm. take any offense from that i i was for, for me, I was able to d- detach it and have it more of just about our relationship with technology, and I, I have become very mm-hmm. cynical about it and because I'm, I'm, for one thing, I'm very aware of my own attachment to to my phone and to technology in general, and I uh-huh. can very critically look at it and and know that the cost it's having on my productivity and and other things, and and, and as far as the mm-hmm. violence goes, I never, I I know it's pretty. It's, it's an action film but I never it just mm. didn't ever feel like it was going oh this is fucking cool I just felt like every single moment <laughs> of this was hey this is gross isn't it and and and, yeah, and, and like yes that's like the, the voyeurism there but it was so much of it I found horrible I found really horrible and I and I yeah maybe I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt and I'm being too going too easy on them but I feel like that was the point rather than I feel like it's more of a Verhoeven and less of a haunting of Sharon Tate <laughs> yeah where it's, it's just
0: verhoeven found a way to make the violence both horrible and also fun i feel like Mm. gamer doesn't manage the second part it's Mm. it's a movie about i mean you say it's kind of madcap and crazy but it is also a film where i would agree a lot of it is horrible Mm. it's just the aesthetic of it and just remembering the sort of waffles dipped in syrup and yeah, You know, a sweaty hand in the darkness illuminated by yeah. a single light. And it's just not a world I want to go back to. Even <laughs> mentally, I just shuddered.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's similar revulsion centres is irreversible for me. Um, <laughs> Which I've only it, watched once. <laughs> yeah, and I show it to every new friend that I make. <laughs> um, I, I think, you know, when, when when, I was watching this and I was thinking of the, the obviousness of the, the satire, I, I, I was thinking of George Orwell is not a, a, mm. a subtle... Satirist. Yeah. So, when Solzhenitsyn wrote um, *The Inner Circle*, he uh, he depicted Stalin as a full-grown feeble baby, mm. whilst you know Solzhenitsyn probably has more <laughs> more as coming from a different place. There, where he's uh, denouncing Stalin mm. and risking exile and death. Right. I, I think it's it, it comes from a, a similar place, so I do just anger. Still, appre- yeah, appreciate that. I can see d- in, in terms of directorial decisions sometimes very a bit misguided, mm. and um, the, the voyeurism could i can see where it we get a lot of butts feel there's a there's a lot of butts half of that <laughs> i was able to no, over half of that i was able to justify as look look at the horrible world that everybody here has created and then half of it <laughs> was look, at it, oh, look right up it yeah and then after that it's just oh yeah you are just you're just filming that butt now and there are those <laughs> there are those women who who are showing um simon their tits and their yeah username is cum dumpsters and it's just Oh, okay. <laughs> that's a that's that's a that's a bit much, but um.
0: I mean, part of it is that as the satire is a bit scattergun here yeah. because gamers drawing from a lot of places. One of which is Rollerball, the 1970s film in which a violent sport distracts mm. everyone from their bleak existence. It's really good, and you can also see Running Man, Battle Royale, yeah. Et Al. It's yeah. it's it's a common trope: violent reality show draws everybody's attention away from the horrible state they live in. Yeah. You know, satire abounds, but. Slayer makes a lot more sense as a TV show than a game because this is going mm. after both gaming culture and reality TV mm. and you know violent sports, all the rest of it. Because why would anyone want to play Slayer, a-, a game in which your actions have consequences? And I don't mean ethical questions and my God, did I just kill a man? I mean immediate, as in, is if you run around that corner too quickly, you're gonna die mm. and you're and you'll be out of the game probably forever and at least until they can recruit some yeah. other guy the come and play and i'm i'm not surprised to find out that neville dean taylor are self-confessed non-gamers mm, okay you, you remember that scene where they go into the basement and they're all playing like gallagher and yeah. such those are the kinds of, it's very much like pixels those were the yeah, games yeah. that neville dean taylor used to like and because this does feel yeah. a little bit like it was made by grandpa if grandpa yeah. was high on speed and meth
1: <laughs> yeah which is essentially what neville dean taylor do <laughs> um aesthetically i would definitely draw a, a, a line between mom and dad and gamer and crank i think they're, they're still it all has the mm. freneticism Mum and dad is very polished but uh and, and enjoyable yeah. for that but um i think they it's only all...
0: half of the neville dean taylor equation maybe yeah. it was neville dean who was the real fuck up <laughs> yeah that's right get it's off just, the roller skates just... i'm trying to shoot a flat shot <laughs> <laughs> look at, at nicholas cage's butt <laughs> or
1: like at least rucker howard's Was it rucker Hower in that
0: is it rucker and Mum and dad, dad? No, mom no, and dad is it was... Nicolas Cage.
1: No, but who's the dad of Nicolas Cage? Oh,
0: fuck. No, I don't know. Oh, shit. Let me look it up whilst you finish that point.
1: It's really... Yeah, it really doesn't matter because I'm just going off on a tangent. But, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I, I found it. That, but, informed? Um, I like the, the focus of... The, the lack of focus of this felt... It was consummate with like sort of modern at- attention spans effect- affected by things like social media and gaming, and it just fit for me.
0: It was Lance Henriksen.
1: Uh, Lance Henriksen, of course, <laughs> fantastic. I do love that but, argument um...
0: though. Of just um,
1: oh, your script is really fucking all over the place. Yeah, but isn't society? <laughs> yeah, satire, Animal Farm, <laughs> um, Ronald McDonald's very underknown, yeah, but George Orwell it. actually was a pig. <laughs> so um, with with uh terrible focus issues <laughs> that's um, why that book really trails yeah. off actually
0: <laughs> road and Pierre is a book novel that suggests he had terrible attention issues and i was on the train <laughs> and i really just started thinking isn't
1: socialism awful 12 chapters later <laughs> was 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 the second half of socialism that it was great but they needed to do it better and then yeah 19- i think so 84 was yeah and then 1984
0: it- has like a, a a whole chapter that's um this manifesto Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Sometimes it was very much a case of, "Oh, I couldn't fit in
1: this idea. Ah, fuck it." Yeah, (laughs) George Orwell does stamp stamp on the face of the reader with his message (laughs) forever. Yeah, much like Scarlett Thomas does nowadays as well with her books. Ah. This is a book about quantum physics. Let's have a dinner scene where we all discuss. (laughs) quantum physics and how that applies to our lives and fate and how oh, it applies to that's our, what it's about and fate and how it yeah, applies to exactly. um, imminent murder by the manson family yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's all very good and inspiring but <laughs> I, I think coming coming at it from my mm. point of view yeah. i can see the intention there and i can see where a lot of the important pieces fit for me and perhaps i do have a cynical world world view mm. of this but i feel like it's it comes from looking at, looking at reality. I say, I'm not a cynic. I'm a realist. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I don't vote. I do vote. <laughs> that's, that was a joke. But from, from your point of view, say it, it doesn't quite have the same effect on you, so you're not going to be making those connections real or not. Mm. I mean, to come, gonna come back to You're going to have a bit of an adverse reaction.
0: Maybe. I mean, what it all seems to come down to is the things you're saying that you like about Gamer. For the most part, the things I did like about Crank, I just I just found that this package wasn't the best kind of delivery of the Neville Dean Taylor yeah. experience. Yeah, that relentless, 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 crazy, yeah. anything that religious, crazy, anything could happen kind of t- t- uh, tirade. That feels like a shaggy dog story delivered by a
1: man falling to his death. Backwards. <laughs> so I do agree that Crank is better. Mum and Dad mm. is better. Ghost, Ghost Rider, I would love to go back and watch that Yeah, with you. Fuck, Ghost Rider right? 2, that is, because we really enjoyed that. In we loved cinema. it. Um. Yeah. And again, and it- for me, Neville Dean Taylor are the moments where I'm just laughing and with glee at how ridiculous the thing I'm seeing is and the fact that mm. I'm watching it on the big screen. Yeah. yeah I, I didn't
0: get that in this one. I know that feeling. That is the yeah. Neville Dean Taylor feeling, and I just, you know, I remember it when Jason Statham is in the first Crank when he just gets up on his motorbike and has his oh, arms. I can't out. remember. And he's just possibly not steering at all in order to get his adrenaline up. I think. Fuck! I think I like Crank. Joy, douchebag. What... Well, Crank is actually
1: <laughs> well reviewed because I, I uh, they many are better respect, decades ago I was looking at whether I could do Crank as a defense, and it's mm. positively reviewed, so it's not.
0: Yeah, Crank Two is better reviewed than Crank. Yeah, It surprises <laughs> me, but <laughs> which is. That is an mm. interesting one. But for, uh, Ghost Rider 2, very poorly reviewed, so we could at least oh, do that at some oh. stage. Why don't I just, why don't I just <laughs> yeah. do that 20 episodes from now? <laughs> oh,
1: fuck. All right. Well, look, we've come- it's an interesting one. I don't know if we've ever been divided um, before. have had mild divides <laughs> with Valerian and, and things like that. Yeah. Like, very mild. But um, yeah. for this, I think I was just a bit more attached to it than I am
0: Valerian for was particularly cruel, it feels like, on my part, because it was... We neither of us wanted to see it. I went and saw it on my own and came out and said, "Oh, you should see it. It's actually surprisingly good." You saw it and liked it slightly <laughs> more than me, and so I spent the whole episode shitting on it.
1: Yeah, I wish that I'd seen it <laughs> less than three or four weeks before we recorded. We went, "Ah, oh, it's probably fine. We can't catch it in the cinema right. anymore." I'm sure I'll remember oh, all the points to right. be able to <laughs> discuss it properly.
0: I don't think we ever. We've never done that since. I don't think reviewed a film three weeks no, after a we've both idea. seen it. <laughs> That was a bad idea. I don't think we've ever even reviewed a film that we've seen at the cinema since. Not
1: on non-Patreon. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, join up now. Um, but also, we will Please. be doing it this year in the Halloween episode. Maybe, yes, we will if we can get to a cinema in yes. time. Good job. I think that's a well and truly great defence thing, especially <laughs> under adverse conditions of me of someone on your own team shooting at you. It's <laughs> anyway. a sterling job considering.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Paul. Anyway, yeah. uh, jury. We find him guilty. Oh. Sorry, Paul. <laughs> Fucked up.
0: They've actually killed him on themselves. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Neville Dean and or Taylor. Uh, let's quickfire.
1: Quickfire. Somebody's username was Vagina Blender. Just adding to the, the, the realism of <laughs> of this fucking world. Because they would. They would. You
0: try and deny it. You try and deny that that's actually you right now. Going onto World <laughs> of Warcraft to see if you can find a server where that's available. <laughs> um, The satellite footage from Baraka... Um, which then gets to, there's, um, footage of actual massive satellites moving around and then them sort of jerking around gets timed to the drum break in Manson's cover of Sweet Dreams. And that's pretty cool. Nice. Um,
1: I'm going to go through, I'm going to list all the things that I found, um, depressingly believable. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Let's get those out of the way. (laughs) Okay. The, the horrendous viral marketing campaigns that were just on a hut in Botswana. To be like, hey, Slayer, everyone. Fuck, fuck your famine. This is this, is this now. This is the most important thing. The Telnet, um, where the, the uh, Gina Parker Davis works, mm. just felt like I was watching Bombshell again. It's very, very horrible, sensationalist uh, TV studio. Jesus Christ! And again, yeah. I found Gina Parker Smith is played by Cara Sedg- Sedgwick, who's actually excellent mm. in 2019's Villains, ah. mm. um, which is very, very good. And I look forward to talking about it. Yeah. Uh, later. I- again, just the the sleazy, trashy way that she was played. It's very much an Neville Dean Taylor character. <laughs> very, very much an Neville Dean ca- Taylor character. But it turns out that like a like a Fox News style um, media center is where that overlap happens.
0: Mm. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's where all your dreams become reality. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, yeah, and then also at the very end when um, they're having the, the the old knifeathon and oh, uh, yeah. the tech support team who are Michael Sehol's going, come on, what's going on? They're just so disinterested. Their absolute <laughs> lack of interest when the knife is an inch from Michael t- uh chest as they're trying to <laughs> figure out why this is happening. It's <laughs> obviously an exaggeration, but that's what tech support's like.
0: Oh, uh, what do they like? Turn it off and, and on I liked again. That. <laughs> legendary it's tough. um i'm gonna go with and this might sound a bit broad the first 20 minute. no i'm not kidding um <laughs> the prison sequence where we actually get to see this weird prison in the middle of the desert and it's got that white sand aesthetic that um mm. that is that the sand is white not white sands this weird white sand aesthetic that we get later in uh, mm. ghost rider 2 and it's just an odd prison there's a weird kind of disaffectedness to neville dean taylor's manic editing like a weird nausea inducing claustrophobia and then that weird effect of the guy just flying into the sky when he tries to run for it that's very odd and it starts with a gross rock death where guys just got his face pummeled in by a rock that was quite yeah quite affecting so yeah i like the prison bit
1: yeah, nice. The, the guitars we didn't mention in this are truly obnoxious. Um, but I did laugh when, just before the interview with Michael Seahaw's character, he's giving it a monologue. We live in society.
0: We visit society.
1: I mean, which one's, which one's more real, really? I mean, which one's really real? You know what I mean? And it's just fucking hilarious to think that the film and the news channel itself uses the same sound bank. <laughs> that's pretty good
0: um i found a shot i liked um it was it was a locked (laughs) it was a locked down flat shot it wasn't moving at all it was a static shot um and it was during the crazy montage of second life and it cuts Mm. and it just reveals that angie has just stood there with a bunch of people around her and then just walks out of frame Mm that straightforward Mm. and yet the craziness of the composition of the um mise-en-scene and her movement Mm. just i don't know it had a nice video game feel to it and made it feel like this was a thing that actually happened and it had a great cheapness to it that actually kind of added it reminded me of like a music video from the 90s
1: i'm not sure if it's the same scene or a different second life society Mm. whatever scene and it starts in slow motion and it's just like a slow wind Mm. up and uh it, everything is just skirter a little bit faster and then, <laughs> and then suddenly you can hear the bloodhound gang's bad touch baby sweat baby is a do the stuff
0: was that the rap with um where the, one of the lyrics is Siskel yeah, and Ebert? Sweat.
1: <laughs> the kanju, yeah, can't you can't up with a mop and bucket yeah that was quite um, fun it the aesthetic of it it's just the, the garishness yeah. of it and the, the the fake feel of it yeah. everything together in that was a <laughs> was a really cool yeah moment
0: um i'll have terry Crews being creepy in the shower for 20 please i've <laughs> <laughs> got no strings i've got no strings so i have fun i'm not tired of to anyone They've got strings But you can see There are no strings On me
1: You got two whores, Cable
0: Yeah, he was creepy He was nice, he was in the dark, he was menacing yeah. And yeah, his yeah. little song was creepy So, yeah, yeah. good stuff
1: Actually, I, I liked Butler's a Slice of a second out there It's the difference between living and dying?
0: That trigger pulls. It's just me.
1: There's a nice quiet moment. Yeah. And yes, he's with also, the guard. And Apart from it. the bit when he points the gun at Terry Crews and, and Terry Crews scowls and fires a machine gun into the air <laughs> for no reason.
0: More tragic monologues should end that way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Doing his lip bite.
0: Imagine... Imagine the godfather if after the door had closed on Diane Keaton, you hear her. You just hear her whip out a machine gun, just fire it into the air in frustration.
1: I knew it was you, Fredo, and it breaks my heart.
0: <laughs> 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 God damn it, you're not meant to be like that yet. <laughs> Back off sensible of a woman. What's my name? Don Cacino. So <laughs> Don Cacino. Don Cacino. Um, I will say Rick Rape's performance. But not necessarily the character. I wasn't fond of the character and what he represented. But I liked what the actor is yeah. bringing to it. Especially his yeah. fake laugh. Yeah.
1: I, I, I really... I, one of the highlights, like, the things I went away remembering from the first time I saw it was Milo Ventimiglia mm-hmm. as Rick Rape. And <laughs> the laugh, his, the intensity of the eyes and the, the cheeky smile that he's got. Uh, a horrible man. and yeah. um, you know But also I'm... when he's, he's approaching... Um, I keep wanting to say Sienna Miller, but it's Gerard Butler's mm-hmm. wife yeah angie angie yeah um he's like he's approaching her with his hand down his, his leather shorts rubbing himself and he's got his horrible gurning face as he's moving mm. unrealistically it's a very memorable moment
0: <laughs> you know i'm getting such charlie brooker vibes from this whole thing because again the black mirror thing but also rick rape feels like a um a nathan barley uh, phenomenon probably because of the sugar yep. rape thing but um, yeah, yeah, and Nathan Barley being a show that I was never too into, just again, because it just felt so fucking angry <laughs> at the world. And, and,
1: and whereas I, I would say just eminently believable, but also prophetic <laughs> because it came out about five, ten years before the Shoreditch hoxton oh, thing yeah. really 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 took sway yeah so um uh, yeah okay this these are the, the different spheres we're operating in i'm just <laughs>
0: fucking oh, it's nice yes! Shortage is nice okay sure you know is are nice. find me a L- london borough where there aren't douchebags
1: I, re- I really really enjoyed going to the supermarket there and spending 25 quid on bread tomatoes and cheese <laughs> you went to the
0: grocery there was a sainsbury's around the corner <laughs>
1: it's, it's, it's five minutes further <laughs>
0: I can't go any further, my bicycle will have to go into the bicycle slash cafe slash <laughs> v- vegan dog sanctuary. <laughs> yeah.
1: That Sainsbury's is also more expensive than other Sainsbury's. That's... And that's a fact. I haven't researched it, but based on experience, that's a fact.
0: <laughs> it's all quinoa, all of it.
1: <laughs> it's like Australia prices. Ugh. Ugh. Um, is it my go? Yeah, I felt sad when <laughs> Legazamo went. It was a pitiful death for a pitiful character. Yeah.
0: Ugh. Yeah, it's very really so sad, senseless. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Anyway. yeah it just goes. Uh, Keith David, um, <laughs> yep. saying
1: pistachio butter.
0: They make that. That's
1: great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Michael C. Hall's character character. Michael C. Hall's habit of sniffing his drink and his crisps before taking a sip or taking a bite i know it's, it's fucking weird and i liked it <laughs> why are you doing this you crazy genius there's a moment where um angie is being forced to have sex in public um in society and as she's doing it she looks up and there is just the huge a huge picture of gerard butler's enormous scowling face yeah. um, projected onto a building and you never want that when you're having intercourse in public <laughs> just what a nightmare <laughs> I liked it with the with the news the news reporters that Neville Dean Taylor, like I don't know what a news reporter is or does uh wait <laughs> Where after they talk about something bad happens to the, the to Slayer or Jared Butler and uh the lady goes, Seriously that shit was fucked up and the other one just the other one replies, Tell me about it. I literally pissed myself. <laughs> the
0: pause was good.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh i just i just like how little respect goes into any of it i like the, the fun shot of the car slow motion spinning through the air as sad piano music plays in one of the slayer sessions it was the camera pans along with the car from an over the shoulder shot it doesn't cut mm. it actually enjoys what's happening that was good mm. i liked it when the crowds are celebrating cable's victory um in one of the last slayer games because it goes from the us to london and then it just cuts to baghdad and it's literally a million people just losing it like a riot's about to break out <laughs> it's, f- <laughs> it's fucking stupid <laughs> I liked it when the, uh, blah, 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 Terry Cruise's gun jams and the bullet just boops onto Jerry oh, yeah. Butler's head. <laughs> that was nice.
0: What was that, that was about? Nice. Was that just a gun error? Because I wondered if um, the game makers had somehow intervened.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> not not sure. Uh, yeah. Don't ask questions. <laughs> just keep going. I thought the social worker who bursts out laughing in the middle of telling Angie that her husband's Ugh. getting out wouldn't be a good thing was just really sinister and upsetting, and it it, it, it was a counterpoint to all the horrible like voyeuristic stuff that was going on to remind you of (laughs) real world implications of this guy and this guy just being an absolute prick it reminded me he has the the right to do that fuck you haven't seen the good place but it reminds me of how the bad place like
0: hell in hell in the good place is essentially just a bunch of people who are just dicks they're just dicks they're just kind of dicks and that this reminded me of that it's just oh wow everyone in this universe is just kind of a dick
1: (laughs) yeah except for ludicrous (laughs) <laughs> and you can even spell Dick with some of the letters from his name, if you don't <laughs> care about the K. <laughs> if you don't care about letters. You can totally do that. It felt really horrible when Avatars died, mm. um, especially in in the lift when Terry Crews just stabs those two up who are, oh, who yeah. are kissing. Yeah, just something so horrible and yeah revolting about what about the how that played out with the, with the detached you know players yeah. just egging the, egging them on and... <laughs> mm. but also in that scene I really like fight scenes that begin. With the act of pulling somebody out of a lift <laughs> to start a fight. That's specific? <laughs> List five examples. There's, a, there's, there's been a few. There's Ip Man, okay. Ip Man 3. This. Um, <laughs> definitely another one that I like. There's dri- okay, dri- okay, Drive is... It's Elevator Fights, yeah. basically. It's Elevator Fights. Drive is also a very good one. Anyway, but I think, I think it's the doors opening in the very slow... Like, bing! <laughs> ah! <laughs> Give me your face! <laughs> the The last one before we get onto the the final good thing is when we go back to Gerald Butler being controlled to shoot his friend in the face hes he keeps pulling these very weird expressions and I took that to be him fighting against the the nano control and it's just just one more mm. aspect that lends every scene in this movie enough weirdness to make me feel really uncomfortable and on my toes the whole time <laughs> I liked it <laughs>
0: mm. agreed <laughs> agreed except the last three words. <laughs> um okay well look the last really quite affecting mm. thing in this is that there is a bit with michael c hall showtime's dexter yeah. who um shows up to give a villainous turn in this and um yeah he does a weird little dance yeah. for a bunch of puppet men who are implied to be under his control and it's yeah it's a cool little song it's kind of creepy it's well staged great performance and from michael he's got c. some hall. moves yeah yeah great performance from, uh, yeah. in that dance yeah
1: Absolutely. I really liked it. I, I enjoyed using the bad guys to indicate the TV that showed that um the all of his hacker friends are being killed because they all sort of go in, in unison with lights. Yeah. You know, same bolt towards the, uh, towards the screen. Yeah. They dab. They dab towards it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Nice one. <laughs> We're going to get the, the, the <laughs> gen, iGen into the podcast now, Paul. <laughs> Is that what they're calling it? Psygen. Igen.
0: I I like Psygen.
1: Gen -gen is also P
0: S Y Gen. Yeah. That'll be the generation afterwards
1: That the first ones who were born with telepathy. They didn't acquire it later on like we do. Or to have um, decided that yes, actually, South Korean dance artist Psy is a genius.
0: And also Psytrance In general yeah. well, It's going to be I mean, a crazy time For the world And that's when Dean Taylor Will really come into Its own context Well she
1: explains a lot with me Because I really think Psytrance is genius
0: <laughs> Paul Did we have anything for The OG team I've made of this <laughs> Who am I To OG team <laughs> Travelled the world And the OG
1: team Everybody's looking for Fuck <laughs> So we asked the OG team, team if they'd seen mm. Gamer and liked anything about it. We've got a couple of responses, uh, mostly from Baby Beard. So, <laughs> and those affiliates. So sick, sick freaks. Christopher Bond said, "I don't remember much, but Vodka Car, nice." And also the online spaces <laughs> were really full on from memory. Was there a section with cars? Also the villains cool. Sean will remember his name, and, uh, and Sean replies, uh, or in all caps, Michael C. Hall got you under his skin." Michael C. Hall got you under his skin, boy. I really (laughs) liked his draw. Uh, Michael C. Hall, replies Christopher Bond. That's his name. Does his marionette thriller dance at the end of the movie. Good times. (laughs) Um, And Cinematic Adventure at Cinematic Adventure said it calls all gamers, psychopaths, and fat nerds that live in their mother's basements. Michael C. Hall's good, though. I I assume the first bit was uh, even though he does that, Michael C. Hall's good. Yeah. Or it's maybe cool. it's the good thing is that it calls all a psychopaths and fat nerds. <laughs> but Michael C Hall is good and I don't want that. <laughs> the butt is very confusing. Um it's like a seesaw
0: <laughs> around which madness revolves. But thank you very much all of you. Those are all excellent points. Michael C what Michael C was good. <laughs> <laughs> you you're all correct. You're all correct in your own
1: different ways. Oh great. Thanks OG team. <laughs> OG oh, <G-T>, team. <yeah>, no! <laughs> If you enjoyed this podcast about Neville Dean Taylor, then um, you should probably listen to any other episode because I don't think we've discussed any film that they've ever done before. Uh, Mum and Dad with Taylor. And Ghost Rider 1, which didn't have anything to do with them, but (laughs) preceded Neville Dean Taylor. So you can listen to that or the next episode, which is definitely going to be about this. And you can uh, find out more about that uh, by following us on Twitter and Facebook at OGT Pod. We put out the call for all the (laughs) OGT's. There. So, um... Oh, your camera's gone. You were t- you rocked out too hard. <laughs> stop the rock, Paul. <laughs> I okay. can't stop the rock. We're on Spotify now. As long as, along w- as, long as, <laughs> as long as, 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 I'll ha- as long as, as they'll have us. As long as nobody tells them about it. As long as I'll keep serving us that delicious fruitcake. <laughs> yeah, <Should've> found us. <laughs> <laughs> well, before before Spotify <laughs> kicks the door down and and takes my butt to jail mm. again, just li- literally just that <laughs> we're on the a lot of green network yep. where you can find a lot of really really good australian podcasts uh, a lot of green.com.au Ow. Ow. Uh, we have a patreon thank you so much for everybody who's already subscribed yeah it is just so nice to to branch out to do a few different things at the end of this uh at the end of this week mm. so i just remembering that this epi- this episode comes out the next week after we record. Ah. It's very difficult. This is why you pay us, guys. We look after this. We've got all this under control. There's going to be a very special Star Wars episode coming out on the Patreon. Um, And it's not just another review of The Rise of Skywalker. (laughs) So unlike all the other podcasts who just keep doing the same episode over and over again, we're actually going to do something different. (laughs) And you can support us for as little as $1 and still get access to exclusive content. Mm. We love you. And yeah, pretty, pretty sure that's it. Listen to the sick beats that I just... Wank together in in an evening. <laughs> after this. Oh fuck yes! Listen
0: to that. It's the best.
1: Okay, Shatpank. I'm Paulie C. I'm Paul Pank.
0: And remember, the one good thing about game is that Michael C. Hall definitely gets his Neville Dean Taylor on. Oh, uh, God. we're gonna discuss every single joke in Grown Ups 2. Okay, joke one, joke two, is three great. This is gonna not work. The of joke. I'm gonna read out the jokes and you stop me when something's fun. Okay, cool. We'll try that for a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at 150.
1: I thought we could talk about all of these. How dumb am I? Oh, God, this hurts. It's 700- 700. <laughs> Fuck. Um, 228. 280. 401. You, you, you know, you've got to have energy in the podcasting game. And <laughs> 501 of.
0: 569. Yeah, nice.
1: 669. 679. 715. Uh, This is the third burp smart. 760. 789. (laughs) 822. This is truly the end of days. 839. 846. Just fuck off at this stage. And I don't want to come off as a dick.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not having that. Take this.
1: I've got them by playing into their insecurity. And their resulting deafness from being around me. (laughs) Have you heard of negging? (laughs) (laughs) I invented it in the air. I called it Michael Caneen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought the name would catch on. It'll help to bond if you come up with one word that you associate with me. I want to say bull. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the more okay. you know. When suddenly she gets hit by our Laced Hero. Probably because I'm a lizard man (laughs) Then the devil Then the fiance Then crazy furniture Then hands Then laughing Then devil Then dragon Then Dracula Then he decides to tell her the truth And she's alright with it Yeah, she's fine Did I say that? I am high as fuck right now (laughs) I couldn't tell you Did you hear the 12 minutes I spent Describing gyrating women and the devil? God bless you for sticking around, mate. I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> Where
1: are you going to put it? My butt? No. We've well, only got enough stuff up there. Um through it. I've only got room for one malnourished boy. You should only keep... <laughs> and I've insisted to him
0: that he only keep the things in my butt that fill them with joy. I've um, got three dinosaurs now working on stars.
1: It's um, <laughs> it's actually obscene. I'm showing it all up. One of them speaks Spanish, but don't worry about it. They'll get over that soon. <laughs> um, yeah, and... as, as do all people. So, ladies...
0: <laughs> the fan <laughs> don't encourage it <laughs> i am worried that you're going to start seeing an hypnotization as your, um, go-to solution yeah oh, sure my phone's low on charge honey honey <laughs>